Welcome to This American Irish Life podcast with me. My name is Marco Keith. What's your name? Catherine Hansen. We are currently in London. This Irish American podcast is on the NPR ETARD network. Okay, okay there we go. We go. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you alienate more people right out of the gate, shall you? Catherine, <laughs> how are you finding Great Britain at the moment? Great. We've been here how long? We have been here two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you. What age are you? 21? Thank you. Nope, you know what? I just fucked that up. It's not my birthday. It's not supposed to be my birthday. Keep on going. When's your birthday, babe? You, t- you thought today was your birthday and it's not. <laughs> it's, oh, that's what happens in old age. Sweetheart. 19, yeah. 21, 22? Mm, not a day over 12. Just how you like them. With my ice cream truck. Mm-hmm, with your ice cream truck. Yeah, no, it is not my birthday. It was my birthday. I've had a birthday since I've been here. It was great. Um, what did I do for you? What did you do for me? Play heat and box. You got my. You got me ketamine and you licked my butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> International. Um, what is it? <laughs> this is going on the internet. It is going on the internet. But you know, in America, where I'm from, uh, we we have no shame. Mm. But I feel like it's different. I in, come from a culture of shame. You come my from a culture. My personality is forged in just deep, compounding shame walls from all sides just pushing in at you until all you can do is look out and shame other people and I like that kind of yeah what do you like about that it's fun to shame people it is fun to shame people you know when you look at someone and they're like trying to be um authentic or or no even if they're trying to be authentic if they wear a hat and they think it's cool and you just go nice hat (laughs) Wow, so rude, really. Oh, so <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah, um, I find that, well, you, you know, to pr- kind of bring this back around to Great Britain, Americans have no shame. We're loud, we're obnoxious. Yeah. We're like, I am here. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, I, I so my friend Twin was here, you know, and we were sitting in the cafe, and a group of kids came in. And normally, like, both of us were, like, we tensed up because we're like, fuck, you know, the children. And, like, kids are often loud. And annoying, and you need like 15 iPads just to get two of them to calm down in a restaurant. These kids walked in and began snacking on vegetables that had been placed out for them and were silent. And I was like, wow, that it, I mean, these are like British kids, I guess, or like English kids, you know, whatever. And I was like, damn, th- these kids are under fucking control. Invisible they're rich, leashes. They're rich kids for sure. Yeah, but the well, poor kids here are naughty. Uh, well, I feel like teenagers everywhere are shit. Are shit. Yeah, they're naughty. I got a joke about that, and it, it went really bad at an open mic. We can talk about that. In a we minute. don't have to talk about. It. I just had to. You just wanted to say that. It went bad. I actually think that's a good joke. It's one of your better jokes, but you know, Great Britain. The the other weird thing that happened to me um, here, and you actually told me this would happen. It was actually it was actually funny. You told me prior so, to you doing it. Right yeah. Before you did it, I was like, I went out to buy us milk. Because we are living together. Let's just, I, I don't know if we mentioned that last time. We, so not only did we implode both of our lives to come here, but we are actively living together, which is, if you think about it, kind of insane. It's crazy to do But that. I love it. No, it's really nice. Are you it? enjoying it? Yeah, I like living with you. You better fucking say yes, because this is recorded. I like living with you. You're very charming. I'm charming? You're very nice to live with. You smell great. I smell great. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I like the way you smell too. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's actually I've lived with people I've dated before. Um, waking nightmare, but 
that's yeah. that's can ruin a relationship, can't it? Like really quick. Yeah, but um, I'm not experiencing that with you. No. No, and it doesn't feel like we're in. You know how there's like a honeymoon phase or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're very like, you know, but I kind of feel like we're just sort of like that. I mean, nobody can see it. We do it behind closed doors because oh, yeah, I can't, yeah. I won't no, admit. We're super, like, super affectionate until, until you turn on the fucking game face when yeah. you're, you're out doing comedy. Then I'm like, who the fuck is that loser? Yeah. And I'm just like, there with my mustache going, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I just no walked into the bus. Yeah, I like to lag back, leave you to your thing. Yeah, the, you know what's kind of fun about it, though, is, like, then sometimes, like, you know, we can pretend like we don't know each other, and then we, like, follow each other home and then fulfill yeah. gross fantasies. I like, to, I like to think that, you know, because I'm always kind of in the background when you're there talking to the kind of, you know, more famous comedians. Catherine's career took off pretty rapidly in a week. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. You're exaggerating. And, uh, I like to think that they see me with my little mustache and they're like, oh, Catherine's so nice the way she takes care of this autistic boy. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I really, I've, something about, I mean, and we're like way off track here. I but I we'll just, get back to the milk in a second. But, yeah, but I just, we'll get back. But something, there's something about male comics and you're not the only one and this is like a huge thing in America. What is with you guys fucking referring to yourselves as boys? Little boys or boys? Because people get into comedy so they never have to grow up it's, Peter Pan syndrome it is 100% that habit because it's like um, it's like high school forever mm-hmm. maybe 50 or 60 years old and they're gossiping like teenage girls about someone who slighted them you know and I get it I enjoy that so much that's the fun thing about it yeah well it's just like it's hard not hard but I'll just say it's more of a challenge to get out of the mindset of like I'm sucking the dick of a boy Makes me laugh. Yes, mm-hmm. I know it makes you. I love it. I love. I love it. Um, just a weird thing, but yeah. Okay, so the milk, right? I went to buy us milk because we needed it. You know what are you gonna do? And you, I, I had um, some Scottish money. And I said you're gonna have, you're gonna run into problems. Yeah. With that. Well, I had and a I leftover. You, yeah. From I said you're, you're gonna have to be a sort of in the corner shop because they're gonna try and say we don't take that shit, and you're gonna have to say, no, you, you do take that shit. Yeah, and I was like, "Why?" I was like, "I was like, it's money." I mean, and like in America, all the money is one thing. If it's American money, it's American money. I mean, like, if it's like a hundred dollar bill, they'll mark it and make sure it's real. But it's not like an issue. But so you tell me this, so I was like, "Okay." So I went down, and it, that is exactly what happened. I handed him the Scottish money, and he was like, "Oh," he looked at me. He was like, "I I don't know. I'm not supposed to take this." And I was like, "It's money." And he was like, "Well, my boss said I'm not, but I'll do it." Yeah, like, you know. show up and just take the money, and your boss is stupid. Yeah. And Scotland, you know, people like Scotland more than England, so no offense. Yeah, currently. You know? It's funny, too, that you that you even say that, because my friend was like, <laughs> my friend Luke, it is it is sort of... I mean, I like England as, and Scotland the same. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying people in general are terrible the way they judge countries against each other, but I think everyone's equal. Thank continue, you for continue. that. I like that you're like, don't worry, the history of my people and the English people... I've put that aside because I'm a bigger man. I put that aside so I can get spots here. There we go. Okay, okay, continue. Yeah, my friend Luke was messaging me, and he was, like, asking me all these questions about London. He was like, this is like, this guy's like my brother, but he was like, are, you know, there was a poll taken, and English women have the biggest boobs. Can you, like, confirm? You know? And then he was like, what is Brexit? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I'm just, like way more naive than most people because I don't follow a lot of... We don't care about politics. I don't care about politics. I really don't. Um, 
and I understand that can infuriate a lot of people, but... We think you're boring if you're all lazy with politics. I mean, for sure. And we're for global warming. Like, we're actually oh actively for... We want, like, we actually do burn plastic in the backyard here. I mean, I don't recycle. Know, yeah, because we know that, like, it's going to heat up the world anyway. And we're, we're, like, we like sunglasses and shorts, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, blindly agreeing with you because I'm very tired, but... but well, no, I guess the standpoint for me and, you know, fine, call me selfish or whatever or, or even ignorant or willfully ignorant. But I just look at my life and I'm like, if I started paying attention to all of this, I would be deeply depressed at all times. And like, if you think hard enough about anything, you can feel bad about about anything. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, you know, I already have my moments where I feel bad about the way the world is. Why add in the hopelessness that is politics and what we've done to the environment? You know, I just try to be a good person. Here, here. Thank you. I don't even know if you were listening to me. But, I listened to all of it. I was deeply see, philosophical in a very nihilistical way. Mm-hmm, thank that you. That I enjoyed. Good. You're, you're, you're good training to be a husband right now. You're like, I heard everything, but they it's all it. like somewhere I and you're like all. swirling around. So, yeah, the Scottish money thing, totally weird. You were totally right about that. Yeah, I was right. I can predict them. Anyway, so this is, uh, let's talk about this Airbnb, shall we? Oh, the Airbnb we're staying in? Yeah. We like it, don't we? We do like it. We don't it. like the town that much, but we no. do like, the, we like the, the, the place. I would equate this as like a weird, it, like a part of Queen, Naspeth. Maspeth, Maspeth, Queens. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It, there's just like nothing anywhere, and it's like a lot of this is like homes. Someone said it last night, and they said it's like, oh, that's industrial, but yeah. it's not. It's not hipster industrial. Yeah, it's, it's not Bushwick. It's just industrial, industrial. As in, there's a lot of metal and garbage and men that look sad. Yeah, a lot of sad men. And sad looking men that you know they work in some sort of dock job. Yeah, but. But we found a cafe we like. Oh, yeah. And that fish place. Yeah, no, there's some good food. Yo, right? Yeah, the cafe, they're pretty chill. I, they're definitely all related to yeah. the family. Yeah. Greek? Possibly Greek. Possibly yeah. Greek. Super nice people. We they're fuck great with them looking. a lot. If they looked any more, yeah, let's not get into it. Yep, I'm just waiting <laughs> for it. I, he, you definitely, you like are just riding, you're, you're riding that cancellation. You know what I mean? You're like, when is it going to happen for me? I, I hope know, it happens well, before I can I even... barely get an open week, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, he, he's very... <laughs> but you got some standing now, so you gotta you, you better watch yourself. Bitch. I don't say anything offensive. <laughs> no, bitch, you better watch your, you better watch your shit. You know what? Save the dirty talk for the bedroom, all right? Fuck face. Okay. We, we are in the bedroom. Okay, we are in the bedroom, actually, of our Airbnb, which is in Canning Town, a place that when I bring it up to people, when they're like, where are you staying? And I say it, they're like, what? And I'm like, what? And that's it. Nobody yeah, yeah. really knows what this is. Yeah, the RBB is all right, though. We got a cat. We got a cat. I, I like the cat. The cat is chill. I'm not a cat person. First of all, I'm allergic. Second of all, litter boxes, horrific. But this cat's cool, man. I like it. No, it's a nice cat. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just glad it's not like a permanent thing. We, we, uh, we, share, we have a bedroom next door to a 38-year-old toddler. Yeah, we call him uh, AB. Adult baby. Adult baby. Yeah. And he's actually probably a really nice dude, but... Yeah. It's just that he wears diapers around the house. Well, more like his underwear. Yeah, he's like, Google Gaga, Google Gaga, and then he has, like, a beer. He has a beer, and he has... A sports diaper. gambling. He's sports gambling, I think it's just, uh... Yeah, he spoils a lot, though, you know. You know what? The people here are very nice. Super nice. Yeah, we're not really knocking them. It's just kind of like... The doors open a lot, so we see them, and that's a little new, yeah, yeah. new for me. Yeah, there's something about 
leaving your bedroom door open and just like kind of sitting and staring out at it while you're just wearing your boxers. Mm-hmm. Like in a mirror that yeah. reflects yeah, you to the outside world. It's, a, it's an interesting thing. And there's not a lot of shame there, which I, I think you, that's what makes you uncomfortable. And being that I have no shame, it makes me uncomfortable too. It's a weird thing. It's a weird dynamic, yeah. But we are weird. We accidentally, well, this was great. Okay, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, here we go. You know what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, we. I don't even remember how we ended up in the bathroom together. Well, I mean, I, I do. We've been in the bathroom together a lot, haven't we? A lot. You're teaching me about hygiene. I am teaching you about basic hygiene, yeah. which is weird, yeah. but fine. I didn't comb my hair before. I didn't know I had that. Which is insane to me, because yeah. like you have it. Feels good though. Brushing your hair? Yeah, it's like therapeutic. Yeah. No, I'm doing it the whole time. No, it's great. No, and you should, and it looks good and whatever. Yeah, I mean, but like I want to do it like a public transport and stuff. I'm mm, not doing it all the time. Don't do that. Oh, really? Well, if I just you like must. to show the public I've got good hygiene, you know? And what better way than to get out your little uh, comb and start going to town? <coughs> Excuse me. Live your life, man. Like, <laughs> I, um, yeah, yeah, I definitely did, uh, aid you in the regular hair brushing, but it's just like a basic thing. Hair brushing, also face shaving. Yeah, I But that's how you ended up with this mustache, which, you know, like, look, like, I'm not, I don't know how to groom people. I, I can groom myself. I've never really groomed a man. I've never really groomed an, another woman. But I did, like, you, you had a neck beard when I met you, and I was like, yo, have you, like, considered something else? And then we were working on that, and then the other night, you went to take a shower after you got home. Yeah. And you were in there a while. And I could sense something was amiss. I was like, something's going on in there. But, you know, whatever. Who am I to say how long somebody should be in the bathroom? And when you came out, you had this mustache. Yes, and I have never looked back. Yeah, the mustache is... Be- you, you changing my personality. It is changing your personality. But what was funny is you had this mustache, but you also had the neck beard still. It was like you accidentally created this new version of yourself, but maintained the one thing I think you were attempting to get rid of initially. I'm just not good at shaving, you know? Yeah, I don't know, because you're a man and have been doing it in theory... At least 31 years of your life. Or no, what? I mean, I guess ever since you started growing hair, 20 I, years? I decided to get a, a facial hair at about 29. At 29? Yeah. Is when the facial hair started? Yeah. And the pubic hair started at 26. Pubic hair started at 26. Yeah, that's true. What? What? I, I'm having... I have some questions. Um, what do you mean? So it was just smooth? Yeah, like really smooth. I was called... What do you um, mean really smooth? I was called... Uh, my name... I had a nickname and it was... Um, smooth as glass mark. I don't believe you. What? No, everyone in the whole town. Who's everyone and why would the whole town the have seen that? I used to, you know... I used to go for a jog in the fields with my... Uh, not, you know... If you've got a... A real smooth uh, pelvic bone, you want to show it off. You know no. what I'm saying? No, I don't know what oh, you're I see different cultures. Different cultures. Yes, different cultures. I think a cultural clash because then, like you know, we can learn more about different cultures. That's the thing, where I'm from, as if you got a smooth pelvis, show that shit off. I know there's a lot of shame in my culture, except for this one thing. Except if you have a smooth pelvis, you walk around with no pants. Yeah, and people are like, underpants. "Oh, smooth as glass, man. How you doing?" And I'm like, "Smooth as, buddy." And they high five, get out with your day. It's nice, you know what I mean? 
So, 26. Are you serious? No, I lied about that. You lied about that. Okay. You're, sometimes Ameri- you're American and sometimes I can make stuff up. No, no. Just let let me be very clear. I believe none of the smooth glass mark stuff. <laughs> what? I did believe it was possible you didn't start growing pubes until you were 26. You did believe that. Well, I didn't. I don't know how your body works. Yeah. I mean, I know how some I'm of your body works. I'm pretty fresh looking. I'm pretty fresh looking. Was it facial hair really 29? No, but it was definitely later than everyone else. Interesting. Well, now you have a molester stash. Yeah, I know I have the mustache. A mustache that screams keep your kids and wife away from me. And that's yeah. what I like, because I like, I like my own personal space, especially in public transport. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I know. I bring my fucking t- mustache right in that tube, and people are like, back the fuck up. Because they know, they know that Me Too happened, and people are aware now that people like me are out there. I don't fucking grab you. This mustache, I don't control my arms anymore. This mustache controls my arms. I'll grab a tit or a dick. I'm probably, I don't give a fuck. I'll Are grab you your fucking kid. I'll grab your fucking kid. Am I your kid will disappear now that I have a mustache. I will make your kids disappear with my mustache. Am I having sex with you or a mustache? <laughs> The mustaches, the mustaches are taken over, babe. Are you inside there <laughs> at all? Nah, I'm inside there screaming, let me out. <laughs> just shave it off. Just like inside there, just shave it off. He's going to do something heinous. Yeah, it was really funny to see you come out with that mustache. Um, which I believe last night while we were in bed, you looked at me with very sad eyes. You were like, I regret this. <laughs> 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 I might have to shave it off. You know, I keep on flip-flopping around and I, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, because it looks, it, looks, it looks pretty out there, like, you know. I mean, you do look like a, a, a rejected character from Boogie Nights. But, like, I'm into it because yeah. I'm into you. You know what I mean? Like, you thank, can thank you. you can be like this if you must, you know. Thank you. Anyway, what did you leave in the shower? What did I leave in the shower? Yeah, what did you leave in the shower in our Airbnb where there's a family living here? Okay. okay. <laughs> a happy family. We've probably never come across the likes of us before anyway. Well, you know, I think we present very normal. Mm. We do present normal. To, to a certain degree, yeah. Yeah. And then someone gets a bit uh, daydreamy mm-hmm. and leaves something in the shower. Well, okay, to be fair, you were shower. I had showered. And I brought my dildo in to wash it off because hygiene, remember? I'm teaching mm-hmm. basic hygiene, so I'm like, you wash it once it's been inside somebody. Inside you. Inside me, yeah. yeah. Come, it's, on. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, I'm sorry. That's too far for the mustache. I like that the mustache is like nothing in my butt. <laughs> no, yeah. If I shaved the mustache off, it'd be like, ooh, shut up. <laughs> the mustache is like, I ain't no boop. So, yeah, the I I brought it in to wash it, and then you got in the shower, and then you said to me, hey, don't forget to take this, and then we started laughing about how funny it would be if uh, we forgot the dildo in the shower, and then, lo and behold, you left fucking thing in the... <clears throat> Sorry, my phone was that ringing. Yeah, I know you're very popular. Yeah, I was. Um, I I messaged them back. I don't know if that. I don't know why they're ringing me. It's someone from home. Anyway, the thing is, you left a dildo. It's not a white dildo either. No, it's a blue. It's a nice royal blue. It's it's from France. It's actually. a dildo of color. Yep, you love that, don't you? Well, and I left it in the shower. We we were too busy laughing about how funny it would be that I left it, but then you, you got out of the shower 
and also left it. Let's just point that out. Like, yes, you're right. You did say, hey, don't forget to take this. But both of us were just like, ha, ha, ha. And then we left it. And then we came back hours later. 12 and, hours later, we're like, oh, that's... that's well, true. I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh, I saw it sitting there like in the, in the, in the shower. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, no. And so I don't really know... You know, obviously... Adult baby probably just thought it's like some sort of like pacifier toy. He's probably it, sucking it. He's probably in there. Like okay, that's been inside a, me probably, since then. He was probably in the bathroom and like doing a big poo and he was sucking on your little dog. <laughs> Did you ever think of that? That's No, funny. I don't want to think of that. And then like that. the mom comes in to wipe his bum, you know, because he's a 38-year-old baby. No. And then she starts sucking on it. Mm. How about that? Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, that's been inside me since. So thank you for that. Who knows who's been in me at this point. But... With that said, I think nobody, nobody, I mean, how would you even confront somebody about that? They couldn't. They haven't. No, they, they don't care. They don't care. I like that we're like, we don't know, but we're like, they don't care. They don't care. It's 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. They don't care. We're quiet. Yeah, it's 2020. We're Trump, clean. Trump 2020. Looking, for, looking towards the future. Mm, fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was, that was, that was a fucking thing. And so I just want to mention on my birthday, you licked my butthole. You wanna you wanna tell anybody about that? Not on the airwaves. Not on the airwaves. No. No. No, my shame's kicking in. Your shame's kicking in. I think you told me. I think you told me that that's the only time you've done that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why don't you do you give it two thumbs up or two thumbs down? Two thumbs inside. Two thumbs inside. So you're a fucking ass, bitch. Okay, <laughs> you really went from sorry sheepish this, to beers after going to my head quick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being confident. Cool, but isn't that funny? Like I don't know, just like American, the American way versus the Irish way. I mean, like what was, I don't know. Like I remember being like taught that like sex was sacred, and for me. That was not a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, a lot of people I know, like, we, like, started having sex when we were teenagers. Uh, we were told to, like, use protection. But then other than that, it was kind of like we just go willy-nilly doing whatever that we want. And, like, the se- like sex ed in-, in school was basically, like, teaching you how to have safe sex and just make sure that you didn't, like, catch a disease. Yeah. I mean, what was it like for you? Well, as a... Um man in uh, 2020 nope nope we're talking about high school oh. <laughs> I want to say uh, as, a, as, as a younger man sex was always about respecting boundaries and um, being an ally to respect and boundaries and allies this is what they taught you in high school yes I don't believe you I think you're I don't, they don't, they you know what it sounds like you're trying to do they didn't teach you teach that it stuff. sounds like you're trying to cover something up right now when you're like I'm an ally <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something insane but that's what I mean they didn't no, teach, they teach you us. no you gotta, you gotta you gotta figure it out yourself because you nobody it's yeah. just like so like you know like we didn't know much about it so me and my buddies would all like try and have sex because we didn't know what it was actually with each other yeah we didn't know it. We didn't, they didn't teach us <laughs> anything so we thought, I thought we thought anyone could have uh, we thought we could get each other pregnant you know and then we could make our own football team like no one taught us anything <laughs> so we'd be like you know wrestling and then wrestling would turn to wrestling I, I know what you're saying yeah, you know. see you didn't even have to go you know what I'm saying your eyes said you know yeah. what I'm saying I'm like I know what and you're then, saying like, we all tried to get each other pregnant on my mates like you know, like, like the lads you know kicking around the football yeah. having a few beers trying to get each other pregnant and Sound. then everybody came out as gay no we're not that's not gay that is oh, not gay no no that's no. just that's just growing up yeah that's right. growing up trying to make your own football team yep. you're crazy just sucking dicks part of growing up 
We would never do that. Oh, excuse me. Just, just ripping up ass. <laughs> <laughs> just tearing up some man ass. We never do. Don't, don't ever dare say that to mm, me. Fun. Excuse me. <laughs> Punish me for it later. Okay. So tearing up some hoop. Hoop is ass. Weird. So, yeah. So it's just like you guys just keep it under wraps, which is. Just not. But you know what I found for me? And I don't know if this is similar for you, but, like, just even as I've gotten older, I mean, like, now you and I are together, so... Uh, but, like, I stopped being as, like, carefree. Once, when I started stopped drinking, I stopped being as, like, carefree about who I let inside of me. Mm, I get you. And, like... I feel you. Do you? Mm-hmm. You mean sometimes you woke up in the morning and what was lying next to you could only be described... As a big fucking mess. A mistake. Look yeah. at the head on that. Ugh. Yeah. It's like I was going to vomit anyway, but no, I'm, I'm I'm vomiting on my naked body in front of this person. Yeah. This, uh, quote unquote, a bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I pick up this bag of shit from the local bar? Jesus. Have you read my diary? <laughs> my God, no. But how did I fit this into my apartment? <laughs> Look at the size of this fucking thing. Where did I get a wheelbarrow? She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a class A. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I don't even remember half the people I slept with. I mean, like, boo- first, after I quit drinking, I realized most of the people I slept with came from, oh, no, all of them, all of them. Came from an orphanage. I mean, to some degree, the orphanage of, like, the people who were the only people left at the bar. But, like... It was all, like, after a night of heavy drinking. Even my relationships began after a night of heavy drinking. And, like, when I stopped drinking, and also just as I got older and stopped drinking, it kind of, it's, like, the lesson of, like, sex being sacred. When I was a kid, you know, where they're like, don't let just anybody deflower you or whatever. Don't let anyone inside you. Yeah. No matter how much money your uncle gives you. Right. (laughs) They, (laughs) you know, it's, like, it's weird. I just, like, kind of naturally came around to that. You know what I mean? Like... Or maybe you don't know what I mean, but... Like, I think I do. Well, like, when I decided to sleep with you back in Scotland, like, it was, like, an active choice. It wasn't like I was drunk or whatever. I was like, you know what? He seems nice. He's hot. He's a drunk, dumb Irish dude. Mm. I'm gonna fuck him. That'll be fun. You know? But it wasn't, like, a drunken, like, and then, like, waking up, like, what am I doing? It was like, no, I'm gonna go do that. If you didn't agree to it, I was gonna do it anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, then I guess I'm glad everything worked out. To our advantage. I'm sorry, I'm in a weird mood. No, my mustache is talking again. I know, it's very funny. Your attitude has changed a lot with the mustache. It's kind of cute. If you said no, I would have just took it anyway. Okay. But Max d- mustache. Don't do the voice. What's the mustache called? Um, it's Ronnie. Ronnie. Because that's, that's what people Christ. call a mustache in Ireland, or Ronnie. So I think Ronnie. Ronson. Is Ronson a name? Ronson is I'm a Ronson, name. and I'm not allowed near school. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Uh, speaking of not being allowed near schools, how's your comedy career going? Um, I wouldn't say down the drain. <laughs> I wouldn't say completely down the drain. I'd say like swirling, swirling the drain. Though. Circling the drain. Circling the drain. Yeah, yeah. Swir- <laughs> circling the swanee. You know what I mean? But there is like a, one of those drain catchers in there, right? So it's not ever gonna go quite all the way down. Oh mate, you think these open mics are quiet? Wait till they get up and start talking. I got yeah. to the wrong ones. I went to the wrong one uh, twice, I think. Yeah, like you know, some people are like, there is no wrong one. You could perform for anyone, not for these fucking losers. Wow, poetic. I mean, you know, I'm just lashing out because no one, no one's being my friend. Well, at these shows, the other shows, other shows are going. The shows are going pretty great, though. Honestly, 
most of them I'm doing like really good but there's just you know yeah. I'm a perfectionist and you're shy and I'm really shy I'm very shy it's but no, it's, it's going okay I just need to get booked more it's hard to get booked because uh, I don't know how to spell so you have to you don't know how to spell I have to get you to do my emails um, and obviously you've seen me interact with people in real life and it is a uh, shit show what did I do, la- what did I do re- recently you were we were all talking yeah, around well, about comedy and about how like you know how it works and stuff and all these general conversations and the you, newer comics were listening to older comics and it was all that thing and then I don't know what <laughs> so I'm going to talk and I just took my phone I, I it like like I'm all about you being you like you know what I mean I get that you're shy I would never force you to be not shy or something in a situation but like we're at this show I was booked on it you were not we're having this conversation, just, like you I just, just said, my, my, and my, my I mustache along and, to watch. and like the thing is, is like I knew you hated it, and I also look. I wasn't exactly having the time of my life in that conversation, but like you know, you listen politely to what people are mm. saying. You find an appropriate time to exit, and that's it. Like you know, whatever. But like, I like I remember there was a moment where you thought the conversation was over. Like I felt like I was like, oh, this is a great time for. For this conversation to end and the person started a new antidote and i like felt you like you know like you were like like tense like, up like where you're like, like you gotta be kidding me i was like really buddy come on yeah that last whole three stanzas was a nightmare and now you're going for a fort yeah if i had headphones i would have put them on well, right there you, i would have made eye contact and put my headphones in it was funny because i everybody's listening i'm looking at this person listening and like out of the corner of my eye i see you take your phone out which is like fine i'm thinking oh maybe you got to text somebody back whatever but then i like i re- your phone's out for a little bit and i look down and you're just in a group in a group of people who were all paying attention to one person scrolling through facebook and i just like I think I like reached out. What did I do? I like you put your hand on my phone I and pushed it down. I lightly tapped your hand because <laughs> I without, without looking at me though. Without <laughs> looking at me, you, you maintained eye contact after the guy talking. You put your hand out and you just pushed my phone down, and I was like, "Okay, I get you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand. Like in some ways, I like first of all, I admire how blatantly not giving a shit you were you were like, "I refuse to do this," but then I'm also like, "You need to be polite." You know, and because it, it's like it's just like a very basic like thing. You know. I know. I'm learning. I'm learning. You're learning. It's just that sometimes it's just hard because, um, you know, since I got this mustache, I do have this mm-hmm. edge, and I'm trying to keep up with it. You know, and sometimes that edge is like I don't want to listen to. I don't want to listen to. I know it's funny, but I mean it's it's interesting to see like to me how similar and different we are because look, I too hated that conversation. I was sitting there like, oh my god, that you know, but I'm listening. And I'm trying to see if I can find something about it that I can enjoy or take from it or contribute to it or whatever. And you, your attitude was like, no. <laughs> You're like, nope, I won't do this. And I like, you know, I admire it. Like, it's cute. It's My head started funny. to spin. I was getting lightheaded. That's a bo- that level of boredom makes me lightheaded. So I could fall down and injure myself. So in a way, I'm like protecting myself by scrolling through Facebook and looking for stuff to like from my friends. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is kind of strange to listen to to be getting advice from people in comedy who like, I don't know who these people are, neither do you, I mean, we just got here, but like you're hearing advice from people who you're like, well, wait a minute, aren't you on my level, if not even potentially not even doing as well, you know? But you're like actively, like unprompted kind of offering comedy advice, you know? And then you kind of have to sit there and just be polite and let them do it. Mm. You know, I mean, 
it's a weird thing because like how's your comedy career going it's going well aside from that show like which was fine you know it was a great show like whatever and by great did, i mean yeah, it was good. okay you did good yeah i had a nice time yeah you always have fun up there or I, I try to yeah i try to have fun up there but but what did any did, has, has anything significant happened to you like have you have you been doing any good clubs or anything yeah. Really? What? Yeah. Do tell. Yeah, do oh tell. Oh my god, do tell. Do tell. Do tell. Get well, me in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get you in. Get you in the club. Yeah, tell them my uh, teenagers bit. Just tell it to them secondhand. Oh, be it, like, it. it's be that like, good. It's that good. You can botch be it. Be like, I got this. I got yeah. this. Don't even, I know a guy. Yeah. I know what you're missing at this yeah. club. Just, it's this. No, no. Don't even say I know a guy. Just go. I want to talk to I know a mustache. You. Yeah, just force <laughs> the joke out. I'm like, how about this? And say it right to them. And goes, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. That level of stuff. I think you need that. You need more than here. No, don't say that. Yeah, I'm not going to. But how are you, how are you doing anyway? Well, you know what? I, can I just say? I, we're, kind of, we're, we're, we're individuals. I know we're in a couple, but we're working our way individually around yeah. the circuit. And I want to know how you're doing because um, I haven't been paying attention. You haven't been paying attention. You're so... <laughs> fuck you. First of all, that was a lie. He's, you're like one of my greatest supporters. I'm your biggest fanboy. It's very sweet. And I also appreciate, like, you know, we talk a lot about, like, what it means to both be comics. And, like, you know, there'll be times one of us is doing better than another. You know what I mean? And it will fluctuate back and forth. And, like, what it means to be there for one another when it's, like, not great or when it is great or whatever, you know? And, like, how and working individually while being together. Because we're to two totally different comics with separate paths and separate, like, I mean, you've, in theory, performed on bigger gigs I've around done, your yeah, country. I've, I've done bigger shows than you. Well, yeah, in different in different places, probably, yeah, mainly in my country, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I've performed infinitely more gigs, for, but maybe... four times the amount I have and I've yeah. been doing comedy longer isn't that mad yeah I've been doing it a year longer yeah but you've probably done f three let's say three times anyway yeah I'd say I'm, it's, probably, it's probably more though well and I guess it's just like where we are like where where, we, where we've been doing comedy that's, you know that's true and now we're both here and we're both kind of like uh, but yeah I um considerate and a hilarious comedian Darius Davies is somebody I met at the Fringe. Super funny dude. I did his show uh, with Leo Kurse. It's called Hating Live. Lots of fun. It's a show all about hating. Hate wins again. Fuck yeah. Uh, comics were sick people. Love. Don't you love to hate the same things? Oh, you've seen me go. Isn't it great? That's really fun. I mean, it's fun to like love, but it's also fun to hate. You, you can know? just say this window and look at the door of McDonald's, and every two minutes, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I love the new, I love the new snicker that you have <laughs> with the mustache. But yeah, Darius um, told me to come by Top Secret Comedy Club, and basically, you know, he introduced me and just sort of was like, hey, just you should put her on, and they and um, the owner there, Mark, super chill dude. He hosts a lot there. Funny guy. He, um, your name is also Mark. Mm -hmm. He, yeah, he was like, all right, like, we'll put her up. And, like, I don't think I realized at the time, like, how massive that downstairs room is. But it fits, like, I don't know, 250, 300 people. It's pretty crazy. It's And it's packed. And it was, like, a Thursday, which is, like, kind of. I was there. You were there. That's yeah. Great. And we rolled up just at the perfect time to completely not awkward out the place and you, hold all my shit <laughs> I could have stunk it out with my weird awkwardness but I I sensed something and then I heard them going yeah yeah no no put her for five minutes like, yeah put her for five minutes and then you were like looking all confused and dazed and shit mm -hmm. and uh, you were like holding my shit and I was like oh baby yeah I'll hold your shit let's see what let's, let's do it 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's always awkward. Room, man. What's, I mean, not awkward, but it's always like when somebody has been nice enough, like I, I just like just a note about like doing comedy, I guess, you know, there's people sometimes that I've had in my career and maybe in yours career, if you want to call it that, who have helped you for no fucking reason. They get nothing out of it. No one's giving me shit. It does. That's not true. Is that true? Well, um, no, I've been doing it myself. I honestly think I've been doing it myself. I look at other people and they always, everyone has a protege or someone kind of gives them a leg up. I, I took that on myself because I'm so awkward, you know what I mean? I'm not going to ask yeah. anyone. Well, th- I think th- I started myself. I, I'm trying to think now. Maybe I'm leaving out someone fundamental. I know. There's going to be somebody who but listens to this. I'm not. I'm actually not. No, fuck everyone. Well, not about me. It's not about me and my moustache. Me and my moustache will go to the top ourselves. We don't need your help. Please, someone, give me a leg up. No, we don't need your <laughs> fucking help. I'm going to do my fucking self. Yeah, you've developed bipolar need, disorder uh, during this nepotism. episode. Well, I'm trying to think though. Maybe there was someone. I get. I mean, nah, not really. even I mean, if they come to be in Canada, just like I guess put me on their bar shows. But that's because I think I was funny. Well, no, I wasn't funny. You know what? I was drunk and Irish, and that was funny as a spectacle. Mm-hmm. I realize that now with hindsight. But still, you know what I mean. A good time is a good time. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's but not anyway. It's not even people who. It's like, like some of these things. Some of these people for me are people that it's just happened naturally. You know, and it's not even necessarily that they're. Do it. Sometimes it's like they do something for you or they just are there for you if you need a, to have a conversation. Like I do, there's like a comic back in New York who like, you know, saw something in me and has, we've been like kind of kindred spirits in a certain way. And he has been in this business a lot longer than me. There's always a headliner that like kind of helps out like a middle actor or, or someone even yeah. new. That's like so common to someone takes on the ring. A lot of the time, when it's a, a male helper or female, I'm always like, yeah, it's a fucker, dumbass. When that you shit happens. Buster pussy open. I know you're a game pal. But, you know, you see, that's very common. Older male, younger yeah. female. Yeah. But I mean, but, I uh, feel like... Nah, me. I know one. Well, on me. for me, like... Mine has happened naturally, and it's, like, cool. And, like, again, for the ones, you know, fortunately, I haven't ended up with, like, my, you know, mentor being somebody who is, like, trying to fuck me. And I don't know yeah, if it's just because yeah. I give off a weird... No, I, it's, I, not, it's not 100% obvious no, like that. I, but just, I, mean, I just like to pick out those ones because they're so obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You can look at oh, them. Oh, yeah. You, could, you look at them and you fucking know. Yeah. But, I know a few. I'm taking one right now. Okay, he's just mouthing something at me, and that was a nice uh, section of dead air for no reason. Oh, right, oh yeah, I forgot this is an audio yeah. spectrum. It's an, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, yeah. and we could have done that for five more minutes. But it's nice when, like, it's it's sometimes nice to have that person believe in you, especially, like, in a realm, like, for leveling up or to some degree. Oh, yeah, it's definitely an important yeah, thing. Yeah, because it's like you got to find, a, this is a very, like, solitary thing, and, like, you got to find a lot within yourself to like believe in yourself and to work really hard, especially sometimes for no reason, for no money, for mm. nothing. And when someone else acknowledges it and in turn wants to help you, knowing there's like nothing you have to give them in return, they're just like happy to do it because they're like, you're funny and you work hard or this or that. It's really, for whatever reason, that touches me more than anything because this is such a business where you see people shaking hands over fucking horse shit and not because people are funny or whatever so yeah. basically darius vouched for me he yeah. didn't have to he didn't he didn't it wasn't it, i've done nothing for him i mean in new york city i could help him to some degree and i would do whatever you i did, could though. i think you had you had them previous remember you no them. i didn't know him in new york didn't you put him on a show when he was walking past no that was 
That is so how I know Darius. This is like a crazy sort of story. I was working at a club called the Grizzly Pair. And I had a show there. And there was a comic named Michael O'Rourke, who I had seen at Mocha Lounge, which is a black room in Harlem, and that I did. And I, you know, yeah. And Michael O'Rourke, I saw him there, and he was hilarious. And he was walking by the pair one night on crutches at a midnight show. And whoever was on stage on my show was bombing. And I saw him, and I said, hey, I know you probably don't remember me, but would you be interested in doing some time? You know, because I basically wanted to save my show so the audience wouldn't walk. And I was like, I know you're funny. Like, I, you know, and he was like, yeah. And we ended up talking afterwards and he was like, you know, there's not enough of this. Like the fact you saw me and you remembered that I was funny and then you asked me if I, he was like, I really appreciate that. And ever since then, he's given me time on his show. He's been a big supporter of me. Very cool. And that was kind of like this acknowledgement of being just nice and acknowledging that somebody's funny and like whatever. So when I went to the Fringe... He connected me with this female comic who's based in London named Michelle DeSwart. And he connected us because we had both recently stopped drinking. And so we, um, I think we're booked on the same show together, hit it off. And she was like, hey, why don't I come in? Why don't you stop by this show I'm doing called Hate and Live? You would be perfect for it. I'll introduce you to Darius and Leo. This so is she, in Edinburgh. This is in Edinburgh. Okay, yeah. So Michelle introduced me to Darius and Leo. I did their show. They only really saw me do their show, and then they saw me do your show when I was high on MDMA on the last night and could barely get my jokes out, even though I had the best time ever. It was so fun. But the bottom line is, is Darius was like, I know you're funny, and you're fun to be around, and, you know, like, I'm happy to help. And, you know, even, so he basically got me, he, he vouched for me at this club and was like, she's funny, and you should put her on stage. And then, you know, it's always weird to be in this moment where, like, you're not sure if you're going to go up. And then you're like, yeah, okay, I'll go up. And mm. then I look in this room and I'm like, holy fuck. There yeah, are, man, it was... Like, there, there, I that was nervous room, for you. Huh? I was nervous for you. I mean, I was like... Because there's more people in that room than at the Comedy Cellar. I mean, maybe at Gotham for a headliner. Like, there's the same amount of people. But, like, yeah, pretty much there's not a lot of clubs in new york that fit i mean caroline's if it's packed and that's a big if you know there's not a lot of rooms in new york city that fit that amount of people and this club is packed every night and it's amazing and it's got a great vibe just you know the music from the lights it's very epic but i was kind of like oh shit like you know i'm going up now and there's this is a lot of fucking people and you know, Darius was just like, well, I vouched for you. Don't fuck it up. And then you're kind of like, it's one thing to fuck up an opportunity that you've like made yourself. And it's another thing to like, when someone put their face to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause that, that puts a new set of nerves on it. Cause you're like, shit, you don't want to make somebody look bad. Yeah. And, uh, fortunately I didn't. And yeah, did great. I'm pretty like, you know, it, it was really nice to be acknowledged by a professional club for what I do in a new city, you know? How long have you been here at this stage? Two weeks. People hate you here for sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, I hope not. What are you meant to do? What are you meant to do? Yeah, but I mean, it's not because, you you know... You got the chops, kid. I would say, like, you know, I've had different experiences at different clubs in New York and, and would be more than happy to do anything at any of them, but out of my professional experience generally speaking up to this date this has been a club where the staff are super professional and friendly they treat you like with 
a lot of, I mean, I've experienced a lot of great staff in all sorts of places, but just like from the booker to the bartender, you know, everybody, I mean, they, you know, I'm basically, it's nice. It's nice to be treated like I have an individual commodity rather than I'm like immediately replaceable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it's, it's a great club. I, you know, I think it's fucking dope. So I've been fortunate enough to be back there several times since. Yeah, they're, they're calling. They're calling. They're calling. Yeah. And I am, I am picking up. You're doing it. Yeah. So it. I feel pretty happy about that and, you know, awesome. hope to keep maintaining that professional relationship. I'm very, very proud. You're proud. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah, of course I am. I knew you were great. I just needed everyone else to see how great you were, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You nailed it every time. You never crumbled under pressure or anything. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, when you, when you, like, end up in a new city with somebody vouching for you, and you're like, okay, I'm about to do comedy in a different country, and blah, 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 in a, in a pretty big setting, and then you shit the bed. I mean, that was, like, the thought that was going through my mind. I was like, if I shit the bed right now, then... It's Ugh. kind of like, do I quit or do I, or is it just like I'm not ready for to be would, out of my own country? Like major cleanup on aisle seven. Oh yeah, me, you would have been. I would have been. I would have been sobbing while you ate uh, me out for yeah, like weeks. And then like there'd be ice cream everywhere and Xanax. There would have to be tons of Xanax. Yeah. I'd have to like go on a fucking like soul searching. It would have been disgusting. Like eat, pray, love, food everywhere, tears, just outbursts, general outbursts of mania. Mm. A lot of a oh, lot. Of, I don't know why you. Yeah, you, you keep on. Yeah, well, you keep on factoring on the what didn't happen for I know. some reason. It's so strange. Well, yeah, it's weird. I mean, you know, anxiety manifests nah, in so I, many ways. You kicked the shit out of it. Thank you. Well, very good. Yep. So hopefully, I got some. I got some dates coming up there. Yeah. We soon. Probably, yeah, we better wrap it up soon because you got to get to a show. I do have to get yeah. to a show. I'm, but, I'm an audience member tonight, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna not just take out my phone. Yeah, you're going to uh, be polite and meet some people. Yeah, I'll try and talk to someone. I don't know. Let's see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have a good time. We'll see. Oh, it's a weekend. Where can they find you on the internet, Mark? Max OK on Instagram. Do you want to spell that? M-A-R-K-S-O-K. Um, if you want to fucking... No f- follow me on my social media. This sounds so gay. Yeah, well, you gotta say it. You gotta you, say it. This is what it is right now. It's twenty twenty. Yeah, and you can follow, follow me. Follow my social media. Follow um. Follow her social media, and then by proxy follow mine. There we go. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can follow me at you girl you nasty, and uh, should have some dates coming up. Yeah, on my website yougirlyounasty.com. dot com. And until then, what do you want to say? Keep your fucking dick in your pants. Mm. Fine. Unless, oh. unless, <laughs> unless you respect that woman. That's I'd like to sign off on that. Yeah, keep your fucking dick in your pants unless you respect that fucking broad. That doesn't make any sense. Keep we'll your see you dick next in your time. Pants unless you respect that dumb skank. Mm. Uh, bye bye.